0: Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor.
1: (laughs) Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie, and tonight I have a very special guest who I've been trying to get on for a while, but everything keeps messing up with our stupid computer and the virus and all that fun stuff but I have writer, actor, director, producer, Lauren Leprey. Hello.
2: Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
1: I am so glad it finally worked. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's like I swear. Yeah, you know,
2: are, I think Zoom just has a lot of high traffic right now with uh, everything going on. So maybe something happened that day, I don't know.
1: Oh, I'm sure it did. Everybody's bored, so they're all like on Skype, Zoom. Netflix like everything I'm using keeps cutting out it's super annoying <laughs> <laughs> I'm like get off the fucking internet
2: <laughs> uh, well do something yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah right and get arrested how's that <laughs> so how have you been like during I guess all of this are you doing okay out there
2: um, I'm still working my real world job. Um, I, I work for the gas company. I, but where we're at now is like we work by ourselves and we're literally pulling our work trucks up. Like, like, like a drive, like a drive through. Oh. They're just handing you your work and, and off you go. So we're not really doing contact with anybody. We're working by ourselves, works minimum. So as much as like there's a lot of people like, uh, out there that are like, I look at it, I'm I'm really privileged to be working right now because there's a lot of people out there like that that need work, they just lost their benefits and everything. So I feel very, oh, yeah. very fortunate. There's a lot of people I work with that are uh we shouldn't be working. And I'm like, yo, watch watch what you're saying, man. I mean, yeah. there's so many people that need work, like take it. So right now I turned into uh excited to go work my first shift job instead of everything yeah, else that you're, like,
1: you're like i'm so thankful i'm <laughs> working <laughs> yeah
2: i'm pumped i wake up in the morning beat my chest i'm gonna
1: work you know, like yeah, i got a job today
2: <laughs> exactly
1: so i know it's funny i was saying that earlier too to um one of my friends i work with i was like you know it's like i really want to stay home and not have to work but then you're not getting paid and then you're kind of screwed so it's like I'm glad we have the job but I want to sit home and watch Netflix all day
2: I can't do that I I could maybe do 90 minutes so like a, a full movie or two hours and I'm done I can't I just I just like to be out I was always like a concert guy a convention guy gym yoga and just everybody come over just go out and see what you can find and that's mm. all taken away so the most I go out now is I go to a cat colony that's about a couple minutes away but about 70 cats and I just hang out with them like they said that's hey cute. social distancing doesn't exclude cats cats are fine so I hang out with them
1: <laughs> I saw you posting a bunch of cats but I thought they were yours
2: Oh uh, no 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 they're that's all uh, kind of taken care of by an organization in my area and I try to go sit with them um, just, just so people that are feeding them are just kind of feeding them and going. And mm-hmm. if anybody ever wants these cats, they're all like uh, they're fixed and they got their shots. Like if someone wants them, I don't want, I don't want to see these cats like someone tries to capture them and they just they run away. They're not used to human contact. So mm-hmm. I go in a hang with them. So, you know, yeah, in case somebody wants one, I'm like, yo, let me grab it. Which one do you want? Uh, no, it's me. Let, me. let me get that cat.
1: Yeah, let me get him for you. Oh, yeah. see, I like that. See, I work in the veterinary field, so it's like I'm—I'm super obviously an animal lover. So that's really cool that you do that because the animals need love too. Yeah,
2: there's like seventy of them, so it's like a perfect oh, place shit. to sit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they don't talk back to me or nothing, or say anything negative. <laughs> they're,
0: <laughs> they're
1: super happy it's and
0: very.
2: Sweet. Good. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, uh... It's like, oh man, this has been <laughs> crazy. But um, so you wrote directed produced and acted in the movie the dark military right
2: yes i did that's so awesome
0: your baby that's
2: set up that is set up for my trilogy so you know it's the first installment so uh january 5th of this year it's like we all we had amazon and tubi and able tv and all that so right now is like the push push so this is where this great podcast, uh, you know, jumps in. Uh, meet some more. Uh, meet meet the community. Meet more horror bands.
1: Definitely. So. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Good. So you're gonna do three of them.
2: Yeah, it was, and is. literally in the in the in the movie, my character Barabbas, he's talking about it because it, it, it's like, oh, the whole premise like these guys, the, these people from the dark web get hired, and mm. uh, they're going to show up on Halloween and uh, upgrade Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're going to come back every year and do it. And they got assignments every year. And uh, they're putting the fear back into Halloween. And there's a big team of them. And they're literally talking, breaking the fourth wall during the movie about can't wait to come back and do this next year and, and stop us. You know, you're, they're, they're taunting the government, you know? Mm-hmm. Stop us. Put, put us down. So, yeah. yeah so Which in more. the movie, yeah. the
1: government clearly can't do it, <laughs> they can't even find you. Well, the.
2: the I mean, without totally giving a lot of the movie away, this this was the the whole premise. with the movie trailer was like they give you a warning that they're coming, and no one took it seriously. Mm -hmm. So when they showed up, they weren't ready. Now next year, kind of letting everybody know the dark military is still around. Obviously, there will not be sequels. Now the government's pissed, and they're going to be waiting. So I have a lot bigger bigger mountain to climb next time with production value much Mm -hmm. larger casting so things got to get picked up you know even even Mm -hmm. more so I basically put a lot more weight on me as the film director to make it as real I made the movie as realistic as I could I did a lot of research and stuff I thought for the budget that I had with the resources and the network that I had I'm very proud of the dark military but Mm -hmm. I realized where the direction is going it's got to get kicked up like if I don't I'm still even going over the budget. If I can't get the budget to make this uh, to, to where I need to go, I can't make it. Yeah. So, and, and I refuse to take a step back. It's, it's, it's not happening.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so how you said that you did a bunch of research and stuff, because um, that's, so, you know, the dark web is how you just mentioned. Did you actually yep. go, like, onto the dark web to research? Like, how did, how did you research for that? Because the dark web... I've read a little bit about it and it seems so fucked up.
2: Yeah. um, First (laughs) off, I I hear so much about it. I won't go on it. Like, I don't even know. What do you do? Darkweb.com. I don't even know how the hell you get on it. Yeah. It can't be that easy. I don't know. It can't be that easy. I, I look at in this world, I mean, as a personal level, like if me and you were texting or sending an email, I would never say anything that could throw up a red flag. Uh, like, I just look at when you're being watched at all times. So oh, yeah. Watch what you're saying. Yeah. I would never want to go on the dark web because I almost think that's a, what's this guy doing red flag? Keep an eye on him. I don't, I don't, I don't even that's, want to even go there.
0: Yeah, you know? that's what I would think so, too.
2: But, yeah, so, but the whole premise of the movie is uh, someone's funding found all these got all these uh serial killers online and made his own military team out of it so to speak and he's cool. gonna put yeah put an upgrade <laughs> in so it's i thank you and i and i figured um i did i, I wanted to have a variety meaning men and women that kicking ass in this film and i want mm-hmm. a team you know i wanted something that everybody can relate to and then i was like oh they're from the internet from the internet. And I'm like, wait a minute, the dark web is a scary thing. No, no, they're from the dark web. You know, <laughs> So that's basically where that, that, that part came from.
1: Nice. Um, yeah. I had, I can't remember what brought it up, but I had watched something about dark web mystery boxes and stuff. So I didn't look up like the dark web. I just went on to like YouTube and, you know, put in a dark web mystery boxes and shit like that. And so, you know, like with that, you don't know, is it really real? Did it really come from the dark web? Like, what was it? But, I mean, there was some like fucked up shit in those boxes, and like supposedly people that get those boxes, there. I mean, there's been like um, murder weapons. There's been, um, oh, what do you call it? Like a uh, not clues, but what is it that the evidence? There's been like evidence in boxes. There's been stuff with like blood on it, and it's just that's scary because you don't know where that shit comes from.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. That- that's the coolest part about uh, the dark military is you're just not supposed to know who they are. Like, like they, but the end, the end of the movie stuff, like they're telling you, like, the worst part about this is in a few minutes, we're going to take our mask off and walk among you for the next year. You know, Mm -hmm. until they have to come back. Like, that's, that's that's scary stuff if you really think about it. That, that's been happening forever. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say there's a group out there, but just in general, anyone who's murdering people is Mm -hmm. walking among you. You know, so yeah so yeah.
1: what is that I'm um, saying they say a person passes a serial killer like what eight times in their lives or something like that
2: maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't have those I don't have those numbers <laughs> I'm like come on I want the statistics
1: <laughs> you should know this yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Uh, I believe it, but uh, the Dark Military though was just uh, another uh, was an idea that I just felt uh, I hate I hate the, the remake reboot stuff I can't stand mm-hmm. it I think it's an insult to what you and I and the audience most likely grew up on uh, I just think we deserve better
0: Yeah,
2: um, and I, but I wanted to bring new horror movie icons to the table with good production value. That was that was phase one of the Dark Military. And mm-hmm. I wanted something everybody could kind of relate to, and you know, I got strong women presence in this movie,
0: And mm-hmm. uh,
2: strong dudes, and <laughs> at the same time, it's like I didn't want anybody remotely the same, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody's You know, I wanted to see who who you could gravitate to, and they also because there was so many dark military members, I couldn't just have like, uh, they all kill one person each. I was like, you're not building characters that way, and that's when you have like. 70 cast members in the film all together because they got to be able to kill more than one. Not that I'm telling, I'm not telling the audience there's not, there's 26 kills in the film, but there's, but you got to have a big buildup, you know, they, uh-huh. those, those characters can't just be like, oh, there's one, one kill, all right, they're done for the film now. Like, you got to yeah. build, building the characters up almost like in wrestling. You know, this is the first round of building the characters up. You know,
1: definitely. Speaking of wrestling, I read that you were a pro wrestler and then turned MMA fighter.
2: Okay, yes. So I was in the the wrestling business from nineteen ninety seven to oh four. I was more of a wrestling manager, but I have wrestled uh, and I was involved with the business straight across the boards. Um, I did a lot of independence. And I used to work behind, using these words right, behind the scenes, helping a promoter inside of ECW when that was going on. Wow. I never worked, I never worked as a wrestler. My shoulders never hit the mat in ECW. That, that's mm-hmm. never happened. That was the end goal, but we went bankrupt, and yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, that's gone. So yeah. I still stayed with the wrestling the next uh, few few years. Until um, I was doing martial arts for a very long time. And I'm, when MMA bugged, I re, when MMA re-exploded, I, I jumped into that and I fought like amateurs and the smoker level is what it's called. I never made the big dance uh, straight up. I didn't dedicate myself the way I should have. And then the film business hit me <laughs> and I was like, you know what? In wrestling, if you screw up, there's a million boos. And regardless, you're, you're messed up and sore after. Mm-hmm. In an MMA fight, one wrong move, you're knocked out, and everybody could be laughing at you. In acting, oh, you could do another take? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like one like and one. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. So, yeah, I kind of just got in. And I was like, I'm not sore the next day. This is great. Like, so, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: and we can yeah. refilm it.
2: We're
1: good. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of how it went. So I kind of transitioned did three different transitions in life.
0: Okay, cool.
1: So yeah. when did you start filmmaking? Or I guess, what did you start as? Did you start acting or did you just right away start directing and writing?
2: When I was doing an MMA thing, uh, I, I saw a flyer. This is 2010. And uh, Philadelphia was known for uh, the zombie crawls. And, I've heard uh, of those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was flyers out during the zombie crawl that there was a movie being shot. There was a zombie prom. There was a zombie prom every every Halloween in Philly. And it was like, you know, within two weeks of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And there was flyers there that, hey, they're shooting a, they're shooting a zombie movie. that need an Nope. Hey, but you know we'll, we'll feed you and do it. I mean, yeah. how I looked at it was as a bucket list. Where everyone, you, everybody listening, has a bucket list. I'm like, why do be in a movie. I didn't care how small. And I just watched the movie set. It's like, you know, hey, how you doing? Sit down. Let's put makeup on you. All right, there's a keg of beer over there, and the food, layout of food over there. And I didn't even see what they were doing. They were in this big garage. That's where all the actors, where all the cameras were. Just me. And about 30 other actors, a.k.a. zombies, just bullshit about life for about eight hours in, in zombie makeup and I had a blast. And it has brought us in. And all it is, is uh, we, our characters, we break the door for zombies. We just knock a door down and walk towards the camera. And the know. whole thing literally was two minutes for our part for that, for <laughs> all that time. And you don't know what happens. You don't know what happens to the, the, the characters. You know, do they live, do they die? And... Susan, they said, cut, like, my heart was racing. It was beating. I was, like, so in love. I was like, that's not it. And they're like, what are you talking about? That's it. We're wrapped. I was like, I was like, I don't want to do more. And they're like, Man, you have any acting experience? Dude, 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 we appreciate you're here, but you got to go. I was, like, shit. And I was like, so, so I was so in love that uh, I, I jumped right to Walnut Street Theater and started acting. And I just wow. took off like a snowball. I did. I was doing like a million. Um, any project I could get my hands on, good, good or bad. I didn't know what was good or bad. I didn't know what was good mm-hmm. quality. I didn't know what was shady. I didn't know what was good. Um, every actor's got to balance that out. I certainly do yeah. now. And I'm very much more, you know, a lot of restrictions on what projects I'm going to do. But um, take it as like practice, regardless mm-hmm. of how good about it you're getting experience and you know, that. that I, you know, it, it mattered before I kind of found my way, you know, before I started throwing my own film festivals. And, you know, eventually I, I started, uh, I, I jumped on a, a Princeton television. I have a show there. I'm a co-host for Adam Birman's show. And we were bringing guests there. So it's like I was doing that. And then little by little, I built the film company and then the film company. I was kicking out some really be- bad short films at, up front because that's where you F up. That's where it's mm-hmm. okay to do that, you know? Yeah. So I started, you know, and then I built a good enough network because I was a guy who was out all the time. I knew a lot of things and a lot of people. I just knew locations, uh, the right... Pe- I just kind of knew who, who to pluck for my film and save a lot of money. Of course, The Dark Military is, uh well, it's got good production value. Mm-hmm. Um, What it should have cost should have cost a lot more, but I had, oh. um, yeah, sorry, that was my, my mouse, that's my, we're good. But um, it should have cost a lot more and um, I saved it. So that's also what's a producer's job, to save mm-hmm. money.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. You know,
2: yeah, so uh, yeah, it's like funny. I'm like, yo, I got, I need you for this amount of time. And I was like, cool, oh, here's my numbers. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna cut that number in half.
1: That's awesome. So what we were talking about earlier, um, since we're talking about casting, so you said that you don't do um casting calls.
2: Never. Uh I'll tell you why. I know I know I'm not the first person to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not saying I'm rewriting book, but I've I've got my, my rule book. Okay, like a Zombie Land. Okay, this is how the tally he lived. He had his rules. How he survived zombies. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I look at it like this: um, I was in a lot of films before the Dark Military. Okay, I, I've probably been in about hundred films, independent wise.
0: Now,
2: for experience, and probably about thirty or forty of them, you I, I've never seen. The public's never seen. It's like people who recorded stuff and then just never got back to it. Still experience, but that doesn't mean during all those shoots. I wasn't meeting other actors that I'm like this girl's got the goods this guy's got the goods I would like to work with this person that's how yeah. I still started building my network so one of the things uh, I, 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 I I'm very big on <laughs> there's a lot of rules with me here <laughs> a lot of rules about here uh, I've seen so many people come to the movie set and pull me aside like Lord this is so funny what I'm like what what I didn't even read the script that's not funny I have a scene with you you know, like that's not that's not funny to me. Yeah. You know, like I put a lot of time into this and top it all off, if I told the director I'm gonna do your film, I, I'm expected to show up and know my lines. Oh I'm definitely. Expected to do my job. And this person's not taken seriously. So I may say keep this person as acquaintance, but right there you burnt your bridge with me because how do I know you're not gonna do that to me? Yeah. You know, maybe someone's uh just being a hard time on the movie set challenge talking back to the director, why are we shouldn't have this way, we should do it this way. I get rid of those people. Maybe a girl's coming to the set and can't stop talking about how great she is.
0: Mm-hmm. It'd be toxic
2: when you come to the set. Maybe a guy's just chasing every girl around and doesn't know how to you know, separate that. You're yeah. gone. So I just started plucking people who I knew could uh, deliver the goods. And you know what? It's, yeah, I had to pat myself in the back for at least this round. Uh, I had no problems on my movie set. So That's when it good. came time to... The dark military. I literally just made phone calls, and I had a lot of people hit me up within the following week and be like, "Dude, I heard you're doing this movie. Where could I send my reel? When could I? What can I read?" I'm like, "That's done." I'm like, you know, and and if they said like, "Well, why didn't you who you hit me up?" I either told them the truth, <laughs> and they may not have heard it. If I had something, I'm like, "Yo, I like you, but here's why I won't use you." Mm-hmm. Or you know, I'll get I'll, I'll get you next round, maybe. Like I don't. It depends who you are. Yeah, I mean, You got to humor these people around. But I drafted, do you get the phone call? Mm-hmm. That's how I did that for, for 70 actors. And literally I got er- three, three people couldn't do it I, I, out of the 70, you know, so uh. for, I, I, just go right to the bench, get the next one. But uh, yeah. for the most part, that's exactly how I did it. And, and another reason I do this, I did what I did. I just told everybody I had 70 actors, especially the first day. Between the craft and crew like the entire day. There was people rolling in and out. I had about 100 actors there that day. Wow. You got 100 a, a people to total, okay? This was this day one. That was it. Everything started, you know, shrinking down. But I always had about 30 people minimum for, 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 the, for every night at the dark military shoots. Jeez. You got to look at another thing. A lot of people should always have this in their mind. If you got that many people on a set that day odds are they're not all going to be on camera at once mm-hmm. they're not all on camera at once that man you're not there they're a mile over there because we're all deep in the woods just waiting for their friend for to be called how do you know all these actors are going to gel and in you and everyone listening right now you know you have those particular group of friends of like i love this person i love this person I can never invite them to my house for the same party because their yes. personalities are going to clash.
1: Yes. Yeah. I know a few people like that. that. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. So
1: <laughs> I'm uh, not going to invite them together. No,
2: it'll be exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of alternate them. <laughs> yeah. like, I like them both, but so you add that too, because you didn't need, you didn't need to like, oh, okay, oh, you know, we're on break and you go back and there's a big, there's a big verbal fight. And, you know, I can't work with this person. Like, I don't, I don't want to do a scene with that, you know? so uh luckily on my movie set it was uh there were some shenanigans going on i'm not gonna tell you uh, <laughs> little things like that but nothing was really too disruptive uh mm-hmm. every everybody got along great. uh we did kind of shoot for mostly part on uh, middle of nowhere at a farm and there was kit- a fresh litter of kittens uh, oh. uh people who had dogs brought their dogs and everyone, everything just meshed perfectly. So in between, the, you know, in between, it's like, yo, hey, look at this kitten, you know? You're hanging uh-huh. out with the cats and dogs and stuff. You know? So it was a good time. Um, you have to look at who you're bringing in your movie set. That that That's energy. Mm-hmm. You don't want someone who's just like, I can't wait to rap and, you know, go home. Like You don't want that person who's looking for the exit at all times, yeah. but yet wants to, you know, you know, shoot me first, like, no, that's, that's not, for the most part, the dark military eighty five percent of that movie was shot in order, and that's a rare thing to to happen too
1: Wow dang so wow. how did you, how did you um so with you doing everything you're acting and directing and you're casting how was it hard like doing all that at once? I mean, so you're on set, you're acting, you're also trying to direct you're also trying to you know get all these people coordinated like how did you do that was that did you lose your mind? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Look, I look at a film, there's a lot of film directors out there and, and the real film directors, and I'm not trying to beef myself up, hear me out here, but you're either built to do this or you're not.
1: Yeah,
0: And very true.
2: I've seen a lot of people like take the torch as a film director and they fall apart, like mm-hmm. on the set, but well, you know, they're off the side, You know, they, they, you know, they're panicking and like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. Because it felt good to actually say you're in charge and take a shot, but you're not built. I'm, I'm just a person that when I when I set my mind something to it, I obsess on it, mm-hmm. and I could have literally pushed any of those actors out of the way at any time and, and jumped into their role. Well, that that really makes sense, but like I knew, I I didn't even need this script supervisor to like correct the line if I heard a, a line wrong. Like I was just I had it all down. Mm-hmm. So you also have to look at. Uh, it was I was just built for that, and to top it all off, like i I, was, I, I played a leader of the dark military, Barabbas, mm-hmm. under the general. Like I had an act too, and you got to have a good assistant director, you know. And another guy I had was really important. His name is Steve Carino. He's the unsung hero of my film. He's the guy that's like he edited the film. He helped produce the film with me. And obviously, when I'm directing, it's like I, yeah, I got to sign off on the clips and everything. But at the same time when I'm filming and, and we're losing time here, I gotta just, you know, I'm, I'm letting him run the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta step aside and put, put faith into somebody. So for anything that I may have come close to missing, he was just right in my ear, like, yo, we got this going on over here too, right? Yeah, like, Yeah, he, you know, he, 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 was a, he was a major backbone to the film as well.
1: Oh, good. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and he was assistant director, you said,
2: as well? He, he was, but. He, he, he 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 liked the title of a second unit director, but okay. uh he i call him a regardless I gave him the title of unsung hero because Aww. he brought a lot of things to the table like we were constantly off the side of the car so I have a quick meeting here before we before we call a wrap over here you know and I had a big thing was it was my first feature film my d p uh had a lot of experience too and so so did a lot of the you know the grips and the the the, the anyone who had a uh, directing experience, I didn't mind before the scene wrapped if they want to call me over so I be like, yeah, dude, I have an idea over here. What do you think of this? Mm-hmm. I didn't pull that How oh, there you say this. I am the director, you know, report to my to the principal's office. Yeah. Listen, listen. Because the worst thing that could happen is you say no or you shoot what they're talking about and, yo, oh, I didn't like that. It's going to use the footage. You know? Yeah. So I always say, like, it's okay to listen. There's a reason
0: you hired these people. Mm-hmm. You have faith in them. If yeah. they got an idea, listen to them. Oh, you know? that's,
1: that's awesome. So. so you seem like you'd be really good to work for. <laughs> Cause like, I hate, you know, like when you get on set and you know, there are directors that are like that, that are super like, you know, don't change one word. Don't do that. Don't do, you know, it's like, fuck, you know, like be nice, be understanding, be listening. Cause I mean, sometimes, you know, like if you, and I've said this before, I don't know, you know, I'm sure I've said it on here before, but it's like, if you have a line that your character is saying and it's just not you it's not going to come off sounding good you know sometimes you got to kind of make it sound like a way you would talk or it's going to sound really stupid
2: you, you're right and this was another the, the old the, i had two fears with the dark military well number number one a lot of the movies shot outside and mm. blessing we had no rain because if we had rain one day i mean oh god i mean because I like, mean, you still got to pay everybody. We, we were at a very tight budget. It was like we had enough money, but if we <laughs> screw up one day here, the whole thing's over. So I was oh, scared yeah. about that, and I was just scared that regardless, will someone from the cast or crew, even though I, I, I drafted these people that, that I felt right, so, is something going to go haywire? Mm-hmm. So we basically had roll call 4.30 in the afternoon. It was late September. It was dark at six o'clock. We shot the sunrise. Burr. My, uh, yeah, I yeah, know. So myself and uh, Steve Carino, we'd go home and we'd wake up around 11. I would immediately port to Steve's house because he's the editor. And we'd watch every bit of the footage to make sure we got all the, the shots right. Because if something's wrong, a corrupt file, something we might have signed off on that we be like, eh, we should, we should go back and get that. You know, you push that first the next day. And then mm-hmm. trying to get caught and trying to get caught up. But basically there's no party time for, for myself and him. And yeah. a lot of the people came over and stayed on the location. So I had tents there, I had campers there, trailers there, we had golf carts taking people to and from in the woods. I mean, it was a wow. nice it was a nice getaway for everything. But I felt these people are staying over there. I should be there too. Mm-hmm. Even though I live 10 minutes away from this location, I, I want to be there. I, I want to be like, hey, I'm Mr. Rockstar. I'm just going to show up. And So I was always there by like one in the afternoon. And one of the things I was always worried about was when I pull up and these people are staying over at night doing whatever shenanigans they may have been doing. <laughs> uh, I didn't know, I didn't know, though, when I pull in, is there going to be a bunch of actors running up to me like. I can't work with this, this happened, that happened. It was just, all, hey, Lauren, hey, Lauren, hey, what, what are we doing today? I'm like, yes. You're like, that's, okay,
0: good. That's, <laughs> yes. That's Another good day.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's of the top, you know, big moments of my life was that week. It just, it flowed. I felt I earned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt I did right by my cast and crew. I just thought, I just thought it was, you know, it was, it, was, it was good. You know, at the end, you didn't want it to end, even though you wanted to sleep yeah, yeah.
1: you're like questions. i need the rest but i really don't want to quit <laughs> it's like you get on that high yeah. you know you're like on a filming high
2: uh-huh yes yeah, exactly and you know it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because like if you everyone who's seen my character it's like you know we're all mm-hmm. in war Creek all the time and it's like you're when you get in that 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 sh- when you put all that on it's, it's hard to get off so it's like you're getting home and it's six in the morning and you're just like shower I get to bed and you're scrubbing and it's like this isn't exactly fully coming off but <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I'm like six hours away from getting it into it again so it's like you, you you're just trying to get to like you're somewhat satisfied after a week it's like I want to shave my head I just want everything off me and the beard I was like oh so I, I like I like I almost had tears on my eyes by buzzing that beard off. If you guys that grow long beards, I don't know how you have it at all times. I just don't know how you have it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm liberated. Oh, it's oh, gone. Thank like, God. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like I was in the shower probably the longest ever. Because I'm just like, I'm throwing like, it said baby oil. <laughs> they said rubbing alcohol. Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like nothing works.
2: <laughs> oh, it took a long time. But uh... <laughs>
1: That's looking funny. Um, so as far as the music, I, I'm really, really, really into music. So I always notice the soundtracks. Did you choose the music?
2: Well, you could, any, any director could choose the music. Will the, will the band or the record's label sign off on it? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're basically, you're asking all these people like, like, what's your budget? Be like, dude, I don't have any money for the music. Like, I, it's literally, can you do this or not? And, uh, you know, I knew everybody personally, these were all friends, within the hardcore, the punk scene, the rockabilly scene. And I just said, like, here's, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm trying to do. Your song fits, fits this scene. And, I'm, you know, we'll give you the full credit and all that. And just, you know, can I or can I? And I got every song but one. You know, cool. trying to get a song by the by the chop tops, and it turned out their manager like wanted ten thousand dollars for, it and I was like, "Holy shit!" Hey, it's bro. not welcome to the jungle, chill. Like, <laughs> I can <could> pass. <laughs> you know, like, chill. Ten thousand dollars. I was like, "What?" Was like, oh,
1: You're okay. like, "And okay. go fuck yourself." <laughs> <I'm
2: kidding>. Yeah. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> ten thousand dollars. Like, I'm gonna bring in some more. I'm gonna pay my calf better, and like, bring in more people. And, yeah. And Extension. Yeah, it's for a song are you kidding me you're so. like e- no
1: <laughs> yeah I loved the music the music was I mean that that was like good music <laughs>
2: yeah I had the green lady killer so they were uh, all girl band punk band out of uh, Arizona I had screaming rebel angels who's uh, my friend Laura who I've known for 20 years she's up in New York uh, she's the singer of that rockabilly band I had band Animal House that's a local punk band out of Philly cool. and uh, you know that was an easy score At the very end of the movie, the dark military song is by ba- bad luck 13 and, uh, they're <laughs> riot extravaganza. If you put in bad luck, 13 riot extravaganza on YouTube, you'll see some interesting, the, the, the names just not, to sound tough folks. Okay. A lot of <laughs> crazy stuff. Happens. Uh, That's and Jay, nice. he's the guy that did all my tattoos and stuff. And, um, I was like, yo, dude, because uh, he loves horror. I was like, dude, would you write a song for me? He's like, holy shit, would I? was the first song they wrote in 10 years. Shit, so we also shot the music. See. Yes, we also shot the music video for it. I was like, you write the song, we'll shoot the music video for it. And we just didn't want some live show. We, 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 read, we got a movie theater.
0: Oh, and we, cool. We
2: put the band in front of the movie screen and played the movie while they performed and brought in the cast members of the dark military like out of character. Walking in, sitting down, look up on the screen, be like, Why am I on the movie screen? And made like a whole storyline out of it. And it's like they're seeing themselves get killed, their nightmare comes to life. When they try to leave, the real dark military shows up and doesn't let them leave. So we made like a whole storyline. Like almost, I, I was like, We took a page out of You Could Be Mine, yeah, the Terminator. Could, uh, <laughs> we took a whole page out of that, but we had fun with it. So if you put Dark Military Battle of 13 on YouTube, okay. watch it, and it's got a high production value. Yeah.
1: I have to look that up. That's fucking badass. That's super cool. Um, Thank you. So when, when you finished it, where did you premiere it at? Because it seems like um, East Coast has really badass theaters. Did you do like a whole theater premiere and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, I worked. I worked for for fun and just for throwaway money. Anybody who's ever worked a music venue knows. You know, unless you're like really in the office, if that is where you're going to get the money, I worked security at the Trocadero for extra money. That's, uh, it just closed. It was around for 149 straight years. Oh. Uh, it's it's a historic building. I worked there and I worked every show I like could imaginable. I mean, I wasn't even there for money. I just look at like a band you would like, a band I would like, They're like, oh, circle that. I'm working that shit, you know? Nice. <laughs> and the other guys, like, yeah. yeah, like, yo, I got nothing going on. I'll work this, this. Oh, Wu Tang Clan's coming. I'm not working that because that's a little <laughs> budget stuff. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything that caused trouble, I was like, no. I basically wanted to hang out and get paid, and something crazy happened. I would break it up. But uh, mm-hmm. they also had a movie screen there. And they always had movie Mondays there for about 15, yeah. 20 years. <clears throat> so I started a film festival there. I started Freedom Shorts and Liberty Massacre there. So put that on YouTube, Freedom Shorts and Liberty Massacre. You'll see tons of stuff from my events. But I also started screening uh, local features, and um, that's where I had my premiere. Now, that was, uh, I called that the test screening, but technically, the, if uh, the, you want to say the world premiere, because yeah, I think everyone, you got to have a test screening, folks. You got to, there's only so much you between you and your editor see the film a certain way and you think you got it done right until you put that in front of a real audience. Will you be like, wow, they like that. I didn't think they were going to like that as much. We're waiting, we thought this part they were really going to like. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they kind of laughed at that part. Maybe we need to take that back a little bit. You just need <laughs> to get it out there. So the real premiere was New Jersey HorrorCon. And that's uh, where we were up for uh, best feature and best director for that. That went well, and but before you know, we edited the movie four times, and oh. we went back and shot uh, two more days and added more characters a year later. So, I, my, my my advice, everyone, is take it slow. You know, get it to where you think you you think you want it, and you got to have some test screens. Have te- get it in the festivals. Screen it with none of your friends there friends and family don't count what do you think they're going to tell you yeah. they're going to love it you got to get it with eyes of, of, of that's where you know so when i'm driving around to all these film festivals like, like i got was literally hit my head or like yeah dude they laughed at this part uh you know with we need to cut this back i could see you know like holy shit i didn't realize there was an error here I'm like you're you, you you go back through it over and over and over but that's what you got to do Mm-hmm. It's like amazing what goes at ninety minutes, folks. It's just unbelievable, like how much time. But oh yeah, don't half-ass it. And the parts where like you're having trouble editing something, and you're just like, screw it, just push through. You can't do that. You mm-hmm. cannot do that. That's your art. You're gonna, What do you think? What do you think in, when when people watch your film? What do you think they're going to talk about that part where you just pushed right through? Mm-hmm.
0: They're going to be like, oh, yeah. dude,
2: we got this part. We understand what happened. Yeah, that's like you got to put heart into it. You have to fix it
1: yeah because people notice everything everything
2: yes or they think they notice everything well but yeah people like bring plots forward, but like no dude because at this part this oh, oh okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's true yeah. <laughs> um, i've seen
2: i listen um i've had i've had my movie reviewed like 40 sometimes and even the pot the pot for the most part they were positive i had like Three or four negative ones that were just negative across the boards out of forty. I'll take that. But even yeah. <laughs> even the positive ones, some of the things they said was like that didn't happen in the movie, or like <laughs> they got the plot wrong. And then the negative was just like, well, no, that was answered. So it's like on both sides, the positive, negative. Some of the movie reviewers, you're like, who is anyone checking these people? Like <laughs> sometimes I got. I'm like, Yo, so you sent in a movie, could you please go to this part? You said this, played it from this part. There's your answer. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. oh I, I guess I
0: missed this.
2: it. <laughs> hey, maybe you should. Do I don't care. I'm not telling anyone for myself, like you have to like my movie or whatever you're doing. You have to like it. But I think you should do a courtesy to all the film directors. Be like, here's what I found wrong. You have anything you want to say here? You know, mm-hmm. like maybe, you know, because it could be on you. You know, it yeah. could be like send back over, but like, no, I get that part. I don't like your movie. I'm like, okay, You know, like, but mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, always look at what you're doing there because you can look wrong as the yeah. reviewer.
1: Definitely, yeah. no, I totally agree with that. Um, so with your film festival, so you have the two of them that you're mentioning. Um, so do you do? Do you still do it? Do you do it every year?
2: So, I've done that for seven years, and the main building I ran out of this closed, the disclosed Trocadero is now closed. Now, I did run out of two other buildings Philly Mocha. I ran out of a coffee shop. The coffee shop split spot was free and was always a lot of fun because it's a coffee shop and a video store in one. It was really freaking cool.
1: Ooh, that's neat.
2: Every Everything folded, all three of them. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, like I like recently, the what the dark military got me to was a, a small role, and I helped find a loca- a, a major location at Terrifier Two. Oh, that's so, so exciting! That, <laughs> that, the dark military equal uh, that Terrifier Two, and I might be work. There's always that everyone always has a might, but um, I'm talking with another heavyweight film director that uh, you know, and a lot of other people know, but I don't want to say nothing yet. But that's what the dark military has led me to. That's what hard oh, cool. work, that's what heart and passion lead to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it comes to bringing Freedom Shorts and Liberty Massacre back, which, if anyone could explain, Liberty Massacre is what you clearly what it sounds like. It's all horror. Freedom Shorts could be horror, drama, action, cartoon, whatever. It's like, that's more of my professional one. That's so why I put my hand in both worlds. But okay. I don't know okay. if I have time, mm-hmm. if provided the Rocadero Theater reopens over new management provided the rent's not through the roof, you know, or, yeah. you know, I mean, trust me, I had that place for a good hometown discount, you know, to have a whole full movie theater like that. Like it was, it was gorgeous, but mm-hmm. I've also wanted people like, sometimes that's fate telling you don't go back. You know, I'm just going to let the, I'm just going to let fate tell me what to do. You know, if I, if I get an opportunity to go back, I'll go back. If it's done, it's done. You know, i mm-hmm. will just to see where it goes.
1: Nice. You know, so, Awesome. Did, um, okay, so Terrifier 2, are you allowed to say what role you played?
2: Uh, yeah, um, it's a small scene. It's more towards the beginning, but uh, I am the DJ. I'm the DJ at a big club scene with, where they introduce a lot of characters. So nice. uh, you're gonna clearly know, you'll clearly know when I'm there. And uh, there's also uh, a haunted house, which, which uh, is what I nailed I landed uh Fright factor in Philadelphia damn Uh, yeah yeah. so uh a long scene there like so philly Terrifier is filmed in jersey new york and philadelphia more largely new york but uh mike the scene i was at was in new jersey okay yeah 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 cool yeah so Uh, anyone who knows like crazy and gothic club qxd's you know that's that that's where the, the the club scene is taking place that happened back in november
1: Badass! So, oh, that's so exciting! Anyway. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Terrifier! I'm I just wait.
2: what? Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see it either. It's kind of crazy. It's like I know how it ends, but uh, no, obviously not going to
0: say
2: that. <laughs> I, 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 don't. Um, I actually never f- fully read the scripts. Like I've just been in all so many shoots. I kind of piece things together. So mm-hmm. in like, my mind. I've seen half the movie but like I don't know so, everything and it's like I don't even want to ask because I, I want to kind of be in there with you guys like you know I want to be in there with you guys like yeah so
1: first time be kind of surprised a little bit as much as yeah. you can be
2: <laughs> so as far as if uh, you know it's not my film it's obviously Damien's uh, mm-hmm. Damien Lloyd's film. if he sells that right up and it goes to a distributor. I can't do what I would like to do if he doesn't sell it. And he starts doing the screenings. I will be the guy. I, I will. I will arm wrestle and put Damien in a huge headlock if he doesn't let me do the Philadelphia screening. you hear that Damien. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send him I the, to the <laughs> Yes, I will have that all set up. But if it like I said, I think uh, I think the character is so built up. I don't see how they can't sell the film. Yeah, uh, I don't ask about that apartment. That's that's, that's rude. So, but uh, you know, yeah, you know, so we'll see. You know, but if it gets sold, it's it's out of his hands. It's out of everybody's hands if the movie gets sold. You
1: know, yeah, because they take over and stuff, right?
2: They got their marketing plan and all that, but mm-hmm. I can tell you that um, the Damon's like he's on schedule to have it ready for us for the fall. Sweet. That that Sweet. I do. That, that is the goal, unless some big wrench comes in, and then you know I don't. I would hope we don't have to wait till two thousand twenty-one because I think he, I think he wants it purposely for Halloween.
1: Yeah, you know? which would be super badass. But it's like shit with this COVID stuff; you never know. And earthquakes and tornadoes and all this weird shit that's going on. It's like, all right, what the hell is yeah. what's happening?
2: You're gonna, gonna bless what all the luck over there.
1: God, no <laughs> shit. Well, it's funny because it's like I was saying. You know, we had that earthquake. We never, The last one we had was in nineteen eighty-three. So that's fucking crazy. But then I guess Washington had a tornado and they don't usually have those. Mm. So it's like, what the hell is going on? My friends all, all right, well, if a plague of locusts comes and God, what else did she say? Plague of locusts. And I think she said something else that was Bible related. She's like, I'm not coming to work. He's like, all right, as long as it's both of those things, you don't have to come to work. And I'm <laughs> like, fuck you guys. That's scary. This is like revelations. <laughs>
2: uh, I wonder if Yellowstone had anything to do with that. <laughs>
1: I don't know. See, I kind of, I heard that it did, but you know how that's what I heard, but everybody kind of like starts throwing shit around, you know, right when something happens. So I haven't really checked into it, but I heard it was Yellowstone. I don't know though. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. That's (laughs) scary.
2: uh, Yellowstone holds the fate of America at any point.
1: (laughs) No shit. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And the stupid thing is too, is when it happened, you know, so I'm at work, so I'm calling my daughter. I'm like, get the dogs and get into the bathroom. So I'm doing like a tornado drill as opposed to an earthquake drill. (laughs) I'm like, get in the bathroom, get in the bathtub. (laughs) My friends all, um, that's a tornado. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Just get my dogs. (laughs) Oh shit. It's been crazy. Um, real quick before we kind of wrap up, I did see that you were in death house. Yeah. And you were a rioter.
2: I was, yeah, I was basically part, um, I was one of the, when the prison riot breaks out, I was, I, I was with the stunt team, so cool. um, I could spot me, I don't, it, you gotta be a real fan to spot where I'm at, because it was so dark, and mm-hmm. uh, I thought they could have did a lot better job with that scene with the editing, but I mean, they, they but they did, it's not, sorry, it's, it's, it's uh, not my film, so... <laughs> Yeah, that was filmed in that part. That part was filmed in Philadelphia up uh, at Holmes, Holmberg's prison, Holmesburg prison, up, 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 right up oh, wow. after 95. And it was, it, it, was it was freezing. It was like February. Yeah, it was February. It was freezing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, but because it's a prison, like like it's a, it's a, I don't even think it's active anymore. If it is, a very small part of it's got to be active. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they made prisons back 100 years ago to be very comforting.
1: <laughs> yeah, not like it is today, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So no, it's it was just all stone and stuff. So <laughs> they're like free yeah, to um, Ra was there, and so was Kane Hodder. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for the horror. What the horror audience would know anyway. I think that's all we there that day.
1: Bill Oberst so. Jr. was in it too, which I was excited about.
2: I mean, the whole idea of it. Um, that's why I did it. Uh, it's like,
0: really
2: yeah it was all oh, idea yeah, why i wanted to be in the film i have to say i was in there with every horror movie icon and stuff. so and i remember cool. uh i remember my day jobs like uh, i looked at like the schedule like six months six weeks in advance like oh that's a busy week you can't have off and i'm like yeah i have the flu and Then And like a couple of days before <laughs> i'm like you know my lower back's hurting like a lot dude i don't know i don't know if i can make it through the whole week (laughs) go get the doctor's excuse. like yeah i'm gonna work i'm gonna i'm gonna work for a gas company and not be in a movie like that yeah sure (laughs) yeah yeah
1: there are so many names in it i was like through the whole thing i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh which is super cool yeah
2: yeah i liked it i I would say if i had a film opportunity like that uh, that wouldn't be the direction i would go through Mm I can't say I did a cartwheel over that movie when I saw the uh, finished, finished product. But uh, it was just really awesome to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, yeah. So
1: Definitely. See, maybe you need to redo one and do it with your vision and get all these big names again.
2: I've had ideas for that for a long time. Uh, I, think, I think every director's always had that, like, hey, what's, what's, what would you do if you got everybody together? I would, put, I would be trying to play to those actors' strengths. I don't think that happened. Yeah. it's just my opinion. Yeah, you got to go to an actor's strength. The same way where, like, people are like, well, dude, the people you cast in your film, uh, they all did an amazing job for me, but it was like, yo, dude, I could have done that better. And I'm like, you know what? For that particular role, I think you would have been better. That doesn't mean uh, I think you would have done good on my set. There's a huge difference, yeah. you know? There's a huge difference,
0: yeah. you know? And I
2: always tell, like, actors, like, you got to – you got to watch how crazy you get on social media too. Uh, you know, like, like, like if anyone who goes to my wall, you mostly see uh, like a podcast am on. It's mostly dark military stuff, terrifier stuff and videos from the cat colony. Nobody mm-hmm. knows any of my political because I don't want to go there. Number one, yep. what does politics do? It upsets people. Exactly. You say one side, you got your, you got your followers and you got your haters. I don't want to do that. I want, when you see my wall or anywhere, I want to be like, "Yo, this is an all right guy. Mm-hmm. I have my, my hand is on, on life or politics or any of that. I just don't like to upset. I don't want to upset Waters. To top it all off, I do know some film directors that personally attacked, uh, and you see it a lot, they attacked the president. And it turned out when they got funded for a film, one of the producers turns out they're a big Republican and they're tight with our fellow president. And said, "Who the hell's this guy? Hold uh, their money up."
0: So oh, for everyone,
2: for everyone who wants to say, "Like, well, I got to be able to speak your mind." Speak your mind, but be mindful. it exactly. could be a precaution.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So was that one post
2: on that one day of you being angered worth the fall of your project? For yeah. me, no, no. I don't no. do stuff like that.
1: Hell no. That's yeah. why, yeah, I don't put anything uh, political either, because it's like, no, there's yeah, don't.
2: And yeah. I always say, particularly for Facebook, um, as far as I go, friends and family, like you're, on my, fr- you're on my you're my you're my list. So I consider you a friend.
0: Oh, thank why you. would I
2: ever want to make a post to upset you? Yeah. Or your family. <laughs> Yeah. I don't understand people's concept of that. It's like, I'm going to say something, get everybody pissed off. Like, aren't they, aren't they your friends? Like, maybe, yo, know, chill. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. go for a walk outside. Go, go go find a cat colony like I do and hang out with them. Yeah, people
1: like looking fun. at that. That's super cute. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I thought they were all your cats, I was like, holy shit, these yeah. are cats. That's
2: a yeah, lot that's of food. Like completely <laughs> <for the> <laughs> cats. That's like the own seven cats. I think the township comes in and kind of clears that
1: up. <laughs> I was like, does he have a cat rescue?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh man. but people need to be people need to be mindful with that if you're in the business uh if you're steven spielberg and you want to do that it's a different story but uh yeah until i'm on his level which will be never uh yeah i'm gonna don't say that
1: you don't know that
2: yeah. you're right i don't know that but <laughs> I, I also don't think that big like i would like to direct the friday the 13th that's that's like that i want to be that and i want to be convention worthy that's all i want that that to me is happy i don't need to have the a billion dollar film um if i get yeah. offered it sure yeah. yeah you want me to direct that marvel movie sure i'll do that yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah i'll do that, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. give me that. millions shit yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but every, everyone should always have a an end game like that you know like i said I, I just love that uh, convention environment i think it's beautiful i like that's watch how the fandom is i'd love to be a part of that i love to be worthy of that that's that's a goal but I mean, I grew up a Jason guy. I have my vision for what I would like to do, mm-hmm. and you know, you should have that. And anybody who ever like laughs at you over that, like you should laugh at them for not for, for not having a goal like that. Yeah. You know, what you want to settle to be an average Joe? Like you want that? That's fine. I don't want that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, people who swing. To, people who get who go up to the plate and swing. You know, if they strike out, hey, they took a shot. Don't 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 begrudge them for for, for taking a shot.
1: Won't do yeah. that. No, I agree hundred percent. See, I'm a Freddie girl. I want to work with Robert Englund so fucking bad. I, I used to idea. write scripts to Wes Craven when I was little. I'd never send them, but I would write these scripts, and I'm sure they were terrible. But I'd write them like, uh-huh. I'm going to send that to Wes Craven, and he's going to cast me as that lead actress. And then it's like, obviously, that never happened. But yeah.
2: I've been, I've been wanting. Well, wanting they kind of, they, they kind of both been, they they both been on the shelf for a while. A decade, Jason and Freddie. I think Yeah, The time has come yet, because I don't want to see Michael Myers fight Jamie Lee in diapers anymore. I just don't <laughs> diapers. Yeah, they are. You, you know what at the end of Halloween kills? They both shit their pants and that movie's gonna end. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I just think the horror audience should 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 just say no. Like I'm not paying to see that. And and then it made like 78 million dollars opening weekend. And I'm like, I don't get it. I love mm. you guys. Don't get why. Is it at the point now where it's like you just have to say you saw it to compare it to the others to go home on Facebook? And be like, here's how I rank them in order: one, two, three. Like
0: <laughs> they do too.
2: <laughs> when I read that, I just want to. Like, I don't like. Like I said, they're my friend. They're my friends. But why am I reading this? They're like, who cares? <laughs> I always say about my own post, like I'm about to put up. Does anybody care what I'm about to put up? <laughs> <You know? laughs> he was on the other foot, you know. But oh man, Like,
1: you realize You're- like what is this? What? What? No, no. Go ahead.
2: No, it's like isn't it? This is Jamie Lee's in this one. This is the sixth time I got Michael Myers can't kill an old woman, like, but he's gonna kill a whole bunch of teenagers in the process. Like I just, I, I love Jamie it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not buying it, guys. <laughs> I was out in the first few minutes of that last Halloween film, which I waited for. It was on HBO because I wouldn't give it any money.
0: It's mm-hmm. Like
2: no, <laughs> I was out in the first five minutes. It, it, it just—it just felt the heart was gone. It felt forced. Mm-hmm. I saw him out his mask. That killed me. I'm like, he just looks like a janitor to me. I'm not scared of a janitor. <laughs> 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 I just was not wasn't into it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah so I, I kind of don't remember it to that to point I, that's, that's how much I
1: you didn't ooh, care it. <laughs> I, You're like that's how much I enjoyed it I don't remember it <laughs>
2: don't
1: <care. Yeah. laughs> I remember the teeth being thrown
2: <laughs> I don't remember that do you I, 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 remember that. I don't <laughs> I remember
1: it because it was in the damn previews like constantly like where he drops the teeth over the bathroom stall teeth yeah. teeth and eyeballs get me i'm like oh god that's that'd be horrible
2: i'm not an eyeball fan ball fan yeah like i, I watch like someone else's eye get damaged i, I could start watering up that's how much, like I, I don't like it that's a true horror movie to me that pretty woman
1: and pretty woman, <laughs> pretty
2: woman. <laughs> yeah well i mean a guy fell in love with a street hooker i mean come on that's <laughs> the most terrifying thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> i
1: haven't seen that forever holy shit <laughs> Sorry, my dogs are over here coughing and hacking and growling. Yeah. <laughs> you hear weird <laughs> funky sounds. It's the dogs.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm
1: <a> dog <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So now we've reached the end. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so glad that it actually worked this time. Because shit, would we try for like 20 minutes and like nothing would work last time?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then, like I said, I sent you that article where it looked like it was, you know, there was Zoom's been acting up, so it made sense.
1: Yeah. Everybody's like, what the fuck do we do? Get on Zoom. Okay. (laughs) Um, But now is your time to let everybody know where to find you, Um, you know, your websites, your social media pages, the dark military, where to find you. If there's any shout outs you want to give, just anything you want people to know about you and how to find you.
2: Awesome. All right. So Again, I'm Lauren Lepery. I am on Facebook. I am also on Instagram. The Dark Military is also on Facebook and Instagram. Please add that, follow it. Uh, we need you. But you. are You are our audience as, a, as independent filmmakers. We sink or fail because of you. We make these movies because of you. We make uh, bringing new horror icons to the table. Please give it a, please give it a watch. You can watch it for free on Amazon Prime. The Almighty Tubi, you go there right now, voice command it, you'll be able to see it. You know, Tubi's like the shit right now. Able yeah. TV. You could also uh, buy the Blu-ray at avicsuperstarfilms.com or screenteamreleasing.com. And Amazon, but it's a little expensive there. Get it, get it through one of the other two. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You're supposed to be saying <laughs> but, um, buy it on Amazon because it's more expensive and you'll yeah. get a little bit more money.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. More about the art first, but money's good. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, but, and also please visit my website, Uh Lots of material there. I have 56 pages of like everything I'm ever involved in for my wrestling, uh, all the dark military press, the interviews. Uh, my first film, Pennsylvania Hardcore. Uh, some Terrifier stuff going up. Spoiler free, obviously. Uh, going up <laughs> soon. So yeah, a lot of traffic. I always say it's very important to log everything, so my website actually matters. And um, for all you short filmmakers, Freedom Shorts and Liberty Massacre, uh, you can you can look you can find that on Facebook too. We may or may not return, but uh, please add the page. You know, if uh, we get back up and going, you know, that's 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 the way to go.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: And I thank you so much, uh, you know, just having an earthquake and stuff. And uh, you, now you're partying with me. So Hell, yeah. I thank you for your time.
1: <laughs> That's like post-apocalyptic shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But all right, so I'm just going to run through mine real fast. I want to thank you again for coming on. You've been a lot of fun. Um I really enjoyed The Dark Military. I, I loved it. So I can't wait until so you much. get the next one going. I'm super excited to see where you go with it. You were a badass in that film. So everybody, you need to watch it. (laughs) You are a fucking badass. (laughs) But I want to thank Crazy Inc. Publishing for publishing my books. Um, Broken Halo and Broken Halo Blood Curse is now out on Amazon. Um, The third one in the series will be out this January. Uh, Matthew Price Thompson with MPT Graphics for doing my artwork. Uh, Johnny Daggers for doing my intro. Um, Music and also my logo and some artwork. Chris Attella for doing my outro music and then also some of my promotional videos. I have music there. Um, iTunes and Spotify and like Google podcasts and stuff. Um, I'm using his music for that as well. Uh, my Indie Productions. I'm a featured artist on there and I want to thank them for all of the promotional things that they do for all of us. They are amazing. You need to follow them. Uh And then also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that good stuff. Um, Horror with Sir Sturdy. He's a fellow podcaster and a friend. He's actually how I started doing podcasting. So um, I've been a special guest. I've been a co-host. What?
2: I'm in that group on Facebook. So yes, do what you said. (laughs) He's
1: awesome. He's such a badass. I love him. Um, And then Bud Vino, who um, he's a really close, special friend, huge supporter. He also does radio podcasting. Um, He has a group called custody matters live where he fights for parental rights. Um, He's just an amazing man. So everybody follow him. Um, And then Christopher Inlow, who is an actor, director, writer, producer. Um, He's also my co-host. So I want to everybody, you know, I want to thank him and just check out everything that we got coming up and thank you to all my followers and friends and I can breathe and we're done. (laughs) So thank you so much again for coming on Lauren.
2: Absolutely. You have have yourself a good night.
1: Thank you. You too. And I'll talk to you soon.
2: I can't wait.
1: (laughs) Me either. All right. Bye.